<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. I forgot how awesome the song was. You can never talk over that one line. Ever. voice that will never ever be duplicated never ever again <laughs> i'd be afraid to even find that voice this is, yeah amazing let's do this welcome back guys sons of slam we are in your ears let's do this my name is chris mindell along with the reaper mr joe black sir what is going on man i'm shaking at the knees <laughs> see what you did there there it is. There it is. Oh, buddy. We've had a couple eventful weeks. Yeah. How was your summer vacation? <laughs> My summer vacation. <laughs> we didn't record last week because I uh, took an impromptu trip. We were invited out to uh, the Hamptons. My friend has a his, his parents have a house in the Hamptons. This like four million dollar. They call it an upside down house because it, it uh, like the kitchen and all the bedrooms are upstairs and 
like the entrance is downstairs, but there's really like a gym and then the entrance to the, to the in-ground pool in the back. That's really it. And so we stayed there for two days, never left the house. We just Good Lord. We basically, we barbecued, we played video games, we watched movies, we watched shitty movies, shitty great movies like uh, Nothing But Trouble. I don't know if you ever heard of that movie. Have not heard of it. Must be shitty. It's um, it's a '90s movie starring Chevy Chase, Demi Moore, and Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. Um, oh, I highly recommend you watch because it is so god awful. It's amazing. Um, it it did horrible in the theaters, and now it's got like a little cult following. Um, just how off the wall they had to be so coked up to write this script. Um, for and really like big names in this movie, and it was so shitty. And so we're like, we have to watch this. We just basically drank and watched this crappy movie. We played games and swam in a pool. It was great. So, Can I give you another shitty movie to watch? Please. If you watch I'm, I'm always down for like great shitty movies. There was this real crappy movie I saw when like Netflix was first coming out with their streaming service. Mm-hmm. It was called The Stoned Age. Okay. <laughs> and um, it, it's it's just as dumb as it sounds, but uh, it's it's it is hilarious. Okay. It's just it's stupid. It's stupid and it's funny. Stoned age. Yeah. I want you to go. Uh, I will I will check that out. If you go w- either watch one of these two recommendations, either Nothing But Trouble or the greatest awful movie of all time, The Room. The Room? The Room. Not if you've ever okay. heard of this. But this was a movie that was actually uh, the life of this gentleman. I, have to, I totally forgot the name of it. I'll find out right now. But it was actually made into a, uh, like a, a movie about a movie starring James Franco, and let me see if I can. I know what you're talking about. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. So the the gentleman that wrote this movie is called Tom. Oh hi, Mark. Yes, I know that so one. Tommy yeah, Wiseau. Yeah. Yes, Tommy Wiseau and the Room. Um, this it came out in 2003, and it's the greatest awful movie of all time, and it's so bad that this gentleman Tommy Wiseau has gone like before everything shut down, went around the world into. Uh, independent theaters like he he came to ifc theater in the city he would go to independent theaters around the world and go to go to screenings and then you'd have to bring spoons with you plastic spoons and because for some reason in the movie there were framed pictures of spoons so every time there was a spoon on the screen you'd throw the spoon at the screen and then like a hat trick like (laughs) it's kind of like it was just like like uh Either you take a shot when every time he says, oh, hey, Mark, oh, hi, Mark. Oh, and then if you see a spoon on the screen, you, you throw the spoon. And it's just amazing. It's so good. I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> and if you ever want to watch it, if you ever just get stoned out of your mind and want to just see something incredibly great and laugh your ass off the entire time how bad it is, I, I promise you the room is the way to go. The greatest, worst movies of all time. I love it. Yeah. I'm always down for a good, bad movie. Um, we have some insanity that happened in the last uh, week and a half, two weeks. Yes, uh, we have. We my lost. Friend. We lost a uh, uh, member of the WWE uh, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame OG. Yeah, we have uh, uh, break-ins and and we have uh, pay-per-views. Oh my! So we got, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot. Oh to, my! Oh my! So we have a lot to a uh, lot to grasp onto here. Um, yes. So let's start with uh, Kamala. Yes, uh, James Harris, Kamala Harris has passed away. He, I remember, I cannot tell you that I remember Kamala the Ugandan Giant. If I'm being completely honest with you, mm-hmm. I've seen old matches of him, obviously, because 
What else do you do when a famous wrestler dies? You're like, oh, I'm going to go watch some old matches of his. Mm-hmm. So I have been watching some old Kamala matches. And uh, yeah, it was a real, hello. Oh. It was a real, uh, it was a shock. But the the weird thing about it was, is I forgot he had, he had a bad case of diabetes and got both of his legs amputated. Both chop right off, yep. Both. And it, after being 6'7", I bet he was still taller than you with both feet amputated. You son of a bitch. <laughs> of a bitch. That, that, that joke took a swerve and I did not expect it. And you know what? I commend you. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee I was looking down. On <laughs> I mean, he, the guy was big. He, he was a big I'm looking at him right now. He was 6'7 uh, six, or 6'9? Six, 70 when he, pa- when he passed. Uh, he was 6'7. Get, listen, getting to 70 for a wrestler. Yeah, is not the easiest. Not the easiest at all. And he had, you know, the, his awful bout of diabetes, uh, and he went further than uh, expected. And he even said that he's outlived his own life <laughs> before he passed away. Um, yeah, he had a weird career where he came in at WWF, and he was only there for like six months, if that. It was like no, it was actually like I think it was like four or five months. He left. He did the scene, and then he came back. And then his his run was late eighties, early nineties. And then he left and he came back. So it was his very first time there in the mid 80s was not memorable to the point where he was out. And then he he came back. Um, uh, Nothing as far as any accolades with championships or anything. He had a very uh, short run with uh, Hogan. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the. And the weird uh, thing. I'm sorry. The weird thing is I'm looking looking at the uh, list of like 80s wrestlers. The first thing that comes up on Google here. So. I'm I'm just trying to figure out of all these that are these wrestlers that are here that are gone. Um I think one man gang, junkyard dog, uh Jim Jim Duggan's still alive, Coco Beware is still alive. Um Yeah. It's it's a miracle that uh, those guys were the young ones too, that's why young ones. King Kong Bundy, gone. Uh-huh. Uh I think Hercules is gone. He was in oh four. Um yeah. Wow, Hercules was in 04. Yeah, he passed already. Away, passed away in 04. George Animal Steel, <laughs> Big John Stud, uh, Mr. Fuji, Don Morocco. Uh, Don Morocco. Don, Don was... Morocco's still alive. I'm sorry. Don Morocco's still alive. I killed him off. Uh, he's still alive. Um, Is he? Yeah. He's still like Kerry Von Eric gone. Oh, the Von Erics. That does, that's a whole. Yeah, that you can't you can't lump those in with any with any. That, that's a wrestling <laughs> asterisk. Such as the unluckiest family of all time. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but the best of them. Could you imagine if he didn't have a uh, uh, fake foot? Hmm. Yeah. He, uh, right. Yeah. Like <laughs> he did all of that with a fake foot. With fake foot. That's incredible. Can't Unbelievable. Even, can't even do that with a real foot. Um, yeah. So Kamala. I couldn't even do that. I, could, I couldn't do, even do it with three feet. <laughs> I don't know how you get that third foot. Uh, Kamala passed away at the age of 70. Uh, what else you got this week before we get into the meat and potatoes? Uh, happy one-year anniversary to The Fiend was in the past couple weeks. Is it happy, though? I'm happy for it. I mean, I guess we'll find out tonight if I'm really happy for it. Tonight being? I've been happy for it, if I'm being honest. What's, what's tonight? Summer, uh, the Slam of Summer. Oh, the Slam of Summer. 
They should the they, Slam of Summer. They might as well the sh- Summer sla- <laughs> The Summer Slam anniversary. They might Isn't as well change. Called? They might as well change the name because <laughs> they change everything, or they have a new. They have a title with the title. Oh, this one has a tagline. That's what I'm saying. It's got. Yeah, it's like a tagline with the title. Yeah, yeah, might yeah. As well Summer Slam. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> I think Slam of Summer is Jesus. better. I think Slam of Summer is way better. Summer I think Slam. Slam of Summer is better. Summer Slam. Slam of Summer. The Summer of Slam. That doesn't sound good. I say no. <laughs> I say it was it a good year because in within this year you had its debut of an amazing character that was completely botched by a loss to Goldberg. Um, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. How you doing? Keep moving. Uh, yeah, he lost him. Um, <laughs> nope. I don't know what. You, I don't know. I, that, that was a sh- thing. That was a thing that happened in the last year. He, sh- he, shut, shut, <laughs> shut, 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 shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> I, I don't get that. Seriously. I'm being serious. I, I, one of the worst just ideas that WWE ever came with, with that, that loss. But hopefully, I'm hoping that tonight it changes that. Um, Re- uh, hang on. It's real good segue right now. It's going to one of the better things that Vintage McMahon didn't think of, mm-hmm. but never capitalized on, which is a bad idea, mm-hmm. was uh, inter- in, in an interview with the Ryback show. Miro, formerly known as Rusev, revealed the reason why Vince never pushed him. He's like, I'm beating all the top guys, and the merch is all sold out. And to <laughs> Vince responded, well, maybe they didn't make enough shirts. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was his response. And he was just like, yo, you're wow. going to go with that one? That's wow. that's going to be your response to it? Wow. He was like, he, he, was, in, he was on level with... Uh, Fandango and the dance like that that struck yeah. for all of like a, a snap but but Rusev and Rusev Day like came with a snap and just like took over and he just even when it was like that level even fan, same thing with Fandango they they hit their ceiling man even as popular as they were but they were and couldn't take off could not take off and that the same thing happened with uh I I, I lump Ziggler in there too. Personally, I, I'd lump him in that same realm when he was so popular. He had the money in the bank, and the crowd went nuts when he won the title. Yeah, where'd that go? No, nothing. Nowhere. Nothing. Kofi, where'd that go? Nowhere. I think it's just, it's it's uh it's 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 the same. I mean, you're talking about like astronomical popularity to just crash in in yeah. a very quick period of time. Like it, it's the whole point is like when you have someone like Becky Lynch. Popularity is soaring through the roof when she she turned her character into what it is now. After that SmackDown and her face is bloody and that's that was the moment that everything happened. She has still and even to this day, trajectory is upward and it will never come down for her. Whereas those names I mentioned, they got there and then it just kind of again this is all all from the from the mind of Chris Mindell just crashed and it just never materialized and i think that's just because mcmahon he just he he was there to appease he did that to appease everybody and make them happy shut up take this and then after that was done all right we're back to normal now there's some things there there are some people that vince just doesn't see anything in and i don't know why Hmm. i don't either but looking back on it it kind of makes sense where's rusev right now he's making thousands and thousands of dollars on twitch but he's not in the wrestling business anymore that's his choice Exactly. He could have been an AEW and RP. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. Easily. And he put Lana in that position. And at that point, they're like, Lana, get the fuck out of here. Right. Well, Just go. <laughs> well, I mean, she's still in WWE, though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. At that point, oh, if he goes to AEW, right. they're gotcha. like, all right. It's not like a John Moxley and, and Renee Young type situation. No. 
John Moxley and Renee Young is is uh, is what you order on Amazon and wish you get Rusev and Lana. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that Lana is Wish and Renee is Amazon? In the wrestling business, yeah. Okay. In real life, it's completely opposite. <laughs> I would say I would I would order Lana. Not that I have anything against Renee, but yeah. Is it because she's Russian? Mail order brides? Is that why? <laughs> I was gonna say I, I would I would order Renee through Wish and then expect it in six months from China. Yeah, yeah. Everything I order from Wish, I'm like I'm always shocked. <laughs> like what the hell is this? Oh yeah, I ordered this back in 2018. Um. I ordered a I ordered an American flag. Oh no, hang on, I got both the flags. That's my bad. I ordered a mask off the internet. Still hasn't come in. You could have gone down to CVS and just bought one at this point. Yeah, but CVS is going to have one that was like the old "Don't Tread on Me" flag. Okay, but instead of it said it was a snake had a bottle of Purell and the snake had a mask on it. It said "Don't sneeze on me." Yeah, <laughs> that is very clever. Right, very clever. What else you got? Uh, AEW releases. There were three AEW releases. Yes, there were. Yes. Uh, Sadie Gibbs, B. Priestley, and Jimmy Havoc. Oh, Jimmy. Which these three make sense if I'm being honest, because they are living in Britain, if I'm not mistaken. Not Jimmy. Jimmy is in Orlando. Jimmy was for other reasons. Yeah, but can we talk about the double standard with some of these people? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the fact that <clears throat> Jimmy, excuse me, Jimmy uh, had no chance or was one and done, whereas someone like Sammy Guevara, um, is it is it on scale of he just basically said that he wanted to do that, whereas Jimmy Havoc actually did it? Yeah, well, hang on a second. Jimmy Havoc never actually raped anybody. Let's oh. just get that out of the way. Okay. Um. So then if that's the case, I, I thought, it thought that that was actually proven. But if that's not the case, then... Again, why is Gravar and Havoc not in the same boat? The only thing that I can think of is that it's like Sammy is younger than I am. And I don't think Jimmy Havoc is no spring chicken. I feel like they see a lot more in Sammy. Like he has a lot more potential as opposed to Jimmy Havoc, who is kind of like sort of a niche wrestler. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to put logic behind it, if I'm being honest. I, I, like, I, I, I don't. I, it would make sense that they're not going through with the Jimmy Havoc thing, especially with all this. So, like, we don't want the headache. Mm. I get it. But they, they also said that no wrestler was going to be released during the pandemic. Well, I made mean, that to be a liar. I listen. I could be wrong. I remember them. I remember them saying that. I could be wrong about that. Oh, but. We'll uh, we'll see what happens we'll with see what, three of them. We'll see what happens when one of them. Gets, we wish them well on their future endeavors. <laughs> I was just about to say, I, I will see what happens with them when one of them gets inevitably signed to WWE. Um, I bet it's B Priestley first. Do you want to know why? Yes, go ahead. Her best friend is Tony Storm. Okay, so that could be a very good shoe in for her. Speaking of which, uh, NXT UK on its uh, way back. That was, I'm uh, happy for that. I'm happy for that. Too. Thank God. That, that was dropped. Uh, promo was dropped during uh, TakeOver 30. Um, speaking of AEW, uh, Rey Mysterio was uh, a name. All right, that, let's get into it. A name that was batted around back and forth <clears throat> uh, between both companies. And Mysterio still had the angle in WWE, and his contract uh, was expired, and WWE made an offer. AEW matched said offer. 
Um, and then uh, they had a little angle on uh, Saturday Night Dynamite where uh, it was... Uh, it sounds so much better that way. I like that. <laughs> I like it's, that. it's so nice. Yeah, Wednesday's like, eh. But Saturday Night Dynamite sounds like really good. Um, and then next week is going to be Thursday Night Dynamite, which I still think is better than Wednesday night. Anyway, um, uh, they had a, a angle where it was a eight-man tag, and on one side it was the Butcher and the Blade and... Uh, the Lucha Bros, and they lost. They got into a little squabble, and then of all people, my boy, Eddie Kingston comes out and is the the voice of reason. Again, if you've ever met this guy, very nice guy, he is out of his damn mind, and there's no way in hell I would ever take advice. <laughs> if it came to wrestling, I'd take advice from him. Anything else in the realm of life, uh, you'll give you a pat on the back and walk him on my way. <laughs> I just there's no way in hell I would ever take advice. And he of all people comes out on the mic and is the the voice of reason among these four guys. And um, wait, 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 wait. You imagine Eddie Kingston comes up to you, A L Pa. Let me tell you how to do your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, hard yo, pass there, buddy. Yo, Pa, I can I can increase that credit score, bro. I, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I promise you, I'm good. Um, he, he came out and now he's like a manager role with, with the four of them, which made absolutely no sense. But I say all that to say is that he went on to his, that whole tirade that he went on as far as like, hey, yo, pa, hey, yo, pa, we, we, we go back. You're one of the greatest uh, uh, high flyers of all time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he mentioned uh, Rey Mysterio in that whole promo. It was cut. It was edited out. You, you'd never know unless you read up on it. But Eddie Kingston mentioned Mysterio's name. They took his name out because apparently Heat Mysterio has a new contract with WWE um, for three years, and that is why he will be in Dominic's corner tonight for SummerSlam against uh, Seth Rollins. So that's why the name was dropped from the uh, from the broadcast. That's hey, yo, pa, yo. I bet Eddie's not too happy with that. Um, I think he would have to understand. He would have to understand, yeah. But it's just like, yo, I can't. What does it matter? Like everybody's just taking all these shots, and I say one thing, and then it's like, in, in the weird, it gets things, taken out. In the hypocrisy of wrestling, the weird thing is that uh, they he can't say Mysterio's name on a broadcast, but they can consistently say the Hardy Boys and Jeff's name. When they never said Jeff, they did. They did. I'm sorry. He he. They've never said Jeff Hardy. No, that's right. They've never said Jeff on, Hardy. They he's have, have said, said my brother Jeff. They, but and the broadcast like Tony Schiavone has said Jeff, and they've said yes. the Hardy Boys, but they've never said Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it's like uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, it's Jeff <laughs> and Matt Hardy. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Makes absolutely no sense. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. So Mysterio's name was taken out. Um, what else I have here? Uh, Triple H is dismissing um, the hashtag Fire Velveteen Dream uh, on Twitter. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, quote, we've talked about this. We've said our piece on it and I understand people's positions on it and their feelings of something that they see that they seeing with the accusations online. That's what he's, <laughs> those are his words. We've talked about this. We've said our piece on it and I understand people's positions on it and their feelings of something that they, that they seeing with the accusations online. Come on, trip trip. Uh, so I feel like there's nothing more that needs to be said on it again. That's it. Period. Quotation closed. End of sentence. He's done. Interesting. He's done talking about it. I, I mean, 
unless there is something that they know that we don't know and, and they have a better relationship with Velveteen Dream as opposed to someone like, oh, I don't know, Enzo Amore. Um, oh, I don't know, someone like Austin Theory. Who um, they see more in? Well, hang on. Austin Theory, you don't know what's happening with yet. He's where? just been let watch. Watch him come back tonight. Okay. All right, fair enough. Give Seth Rollins that edge over Dominic. If he comes out as Prince Mysterio, I'm going to lose my shit. In, in, <laughs> enjoy, just so everybody knows. <laughs> uh, so Triple H is done with that angle. Um, what else do you got? I got a couple more things before we start. Um, I believe... Oh, uh, okay. Chris Jericho has donated approximately $52,800 to GoFund, various GoFundMe projects. Uh, pages and I have a small breakdown okay. really quickly to get into mm-hmm. uh, fifteen hundred bucks for superstar Billy Graham's emergency medical fund fifteen hundred towards uh, Brian Nobbs's medical cost five thousand to help George Floyd's legal and travel expenses well five thousand to help Shad Gaspard's family five thousand towards Kamala's funeral costs and family expenses wow five thousand to help cover the funeral expenses of balls Mahoney I cannot say that name and not laugh I'm sorry balls Mahoney was insane <laughs> yeah insane uh especially when 25, you watch them live what? when you watch them live just it, I, I told you that story when I saw yeah, him live yeah, yeah. in Jersey yeah and he I'll just really quick I'm sorry Balls Mahoney, I've said the story, and I'll keep continuing to say the story. He, I was backstage um, helping my friend. He was an EMT, but he was also doing the music. <laughs> he, he was, I knew him through DJing, and I, just watching everybody in this huge gym. Half the gym was cut off. The ring was on one side of the of the curtain. The other side of the wall was the, were the wrestlers, and you saw the sheet that had the check marks next to all the people who were supposed to win. And, and <laughs> Balls Mahoney's backstage with his no teeth self, and he takes this vial, this vial. The size of a five-hour energy drink. He chugs it back, goes to wrestle, does his thing, and I'm watching through the curtain, and he just pukes all over the front row where the this guy and his son are sitting. You just see the guy stand up, run over to like whoever the management was, like I didn't come here to get fucking puked on. And he comes, and he come, he he wins the match. He comes backstage, and everybody's looking at him like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell was that? So whatever he drank was was to make him uh, regurgitate. Uh, Epicac. Yeah, Epicac. So always a fun Balls Mahoney story. Rest in peace. <laughs> Balls Mahoney. <laughs> it gets me every time. It really does. Uh, okay. Oh, geez. We got more. Yes. We got more, which is funny. Sure. Uh, $2,500 towards the fundraiser set up by Tyler Breeze and Kevin Owens for the victims of the Alberta forest fires. Okay. 3000 to Rico Constantine, Rico Constantino's medical bills. Mm-hmm. 2500 towards Rex King's funeral costs. 2500 to help Jerry Lynn pay for several medical procedures. 2500 oh, I'm sorry, 2000 towards the Buffalo Brothers Car Accident Recovery Fund. That's an interesting one. Okay. Five, five this is an exact quote. $500 to help a sick cat named Jax. <laughs> okay, good. I like it. Good. Uh 2000 to help former Smoky Mountain ring announcer Tony Nose medical costs. Mm-hmm. 2500 to help Alexandria Finley beat cancer. $300 out of out of the $300 goal to help get boots for wrestler Black Dragon. $5000 to Wait, I'm sorry. Ryan Wait, how, how much for the boots? 300. 300, okay. Out of the 300 goal. Okay. <laughs> so he just he's like here $300 <laughs> for the boots. He had that he has like 
thousands of dollars in his pocket that was like chump change. Exactly. $5,000 to Lionheart's GoFundMe to help the funeral. I thought he was Lionheart. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> 5000 5, to help funeral. save Kamala's house. Okay. $1,000 to help uh, Barbie Hayden with her with her friend's funeral. A lot of and deaths. And $1,000 to... What was that? A lot of, lots of deaths. Go ahead. Yeah. And $1,000 to help Mandy Branson. Yep, Mandy Branson buy a wheelchair lift. For twenty-two year old, for a twenty-two year old man with cerebral palsy. Wow, Chris, bravo, Very man! Nice. Just really. Very nice. Wow, plays such a dick on TV, and he who knew? No, everybody knows he pays the bills. There, he pays, baby, he pays the bills. Um, yeah, and that's it. That's nice. everything. Uh can we get into um, <laughs> the uh, the the craziest the crazy story? All the other things weren't crazy enough, but. The crazy story of the week uh, with one Sonya Deville. And yes, please elaborate. Oh, oh Lord! So um, she had her house broken into by a crazed uh, stalker fan, and this happened last week. Uh, let's see here. So, trying to uh, remember the exact dates. Uh, she has she has recently since then testified. So basically, it, 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 this is going over a span of years, a couple of years, as far as DMs that were sent to her uh, by this this fan. Um, uh, his name is uh, Philip Thomas, and anyone again who has uh, two first names belongs behind bars. So, uh, except Ricky Bobby. Come on, don't do the man like that. Yeah, but if you're, if you're first, you're last. So, but he was always first, so it was okay. Not, not in his daddy's eyes. Always, <laughs> he's, he's Man, nice. I was high when I said that. <laughs> I was high. In the middle of a street. Um, so he's behind bars. Uh, and funny enough, uh, <laughs> I use that loosely, uh, uh, Mandy Rose was at the house <laughs> when this happened. And there is, uh, uh, ca- there is actual footage of, uh, she had cameras of the stalker entering the home. Um, this wasn't recently. This was like a couple of years ago, and he had just gotten caught or something. Or this happened recently. No, this happened recently, dude. Oh, I thought this was like no. <laughs> oh my god! No, right. I, I had a totally different outlook no. on this fucking. Uh, no, this happened recently. This whole B and E. No, this happened recently. So there's footage of the break in. There's footage of, uh, and there's also footage of the uh, her her testifying. Um, so. Uh, yeah, newly released sur- surveillance footage shows uh, Sonya Deville's attacker, Philip Thomas, making his way into her home during the attempt attack. Uh, this was all caught on Deville- Deville's uh, security system. Um, and she testified already, too? The news report is also also includes uh, footage of Sonya Deville in court testifying about the attack. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, denied, I thought, denied bond. I, I had he, he thought was, that this happened while they were still friends. In in te- on television. No, this is this is after that whole storyline. Uh, okay. The he was denied bond, and uh, yeah, it's, it's all over. It's all over it, the interwebs as far as the videos go. Um, it is everywhere because I have seen it. Yeah. That's not cool. Not cool, dude. Not cool. Oh, unreal. <laughs> so there's that, and then on top of all that, um, they uh, in WWE fashion. They used it as part of the storyline, and what they initially wanted to do was the original match was hair for hair, 
match. And I was saying to you before we started recording that they nixed that and they're going with a career match for tonight's uh, SummerSlam match. Um, Loser leaves WWE. <laughs> uh, they'll change everything last second. So uh, the uh, theory behind the change um, was that, uh, reading here, that uh, she didn't want to go to court with a shaved head. And that that it might have done some damage to her case against uh, Philip Thomas, uh, who tried to hold her hostage. Uh, the reason again is not one hundred percent clear. There could be a whole a whole bunch of other litany of ideas. If if Sonya loses tonight, which I, I think she will, I'm going to assume that she's going to take a break and just kind of get her affairs in order before uh, she comes back. I do not see this as a permanent thing, um, but we'll, we shall see. All right, so. In recent memory, what hair versus hair matches do you remember? The only one I can remember right now is uh, Trump and McMahon. The battle for the billionaires. Yeah, come with uh, Umaga and uh, Lashley. Okay. They also had Ray well, and, and CM Angle. Punk. Oh, Ray and CM Punk, sure, sure. Uh, that's, when right. he, that's when he wore the mask. And when Punk wore, started wearing the mask yeah. after, because uh, he didn't want to, because he also didn't re- want to reveal his shaved head. His shaved head. <laughs> uh, Angle. Kurt Angle. Angle. Uh, You're right. I'm trying to, I forgot who he was facing there. Me too, but I do remember him in a hair match. Yes. That's what it's but when he gets shaved. My point is, you never seen it with women. Mm, you, I've never seen a... Well, no, I shouldn't say that. You've seen a women's hair versus hair match? I've seen... Uh, the, only, the only thing I can think of a woman being shaved is that woman that was in... I forgot her name, but she was in uh, CM Punk's group with... Uh, yeah, the Shredded Society. Yes, thank you. Um, That's the only time a woman ever got her head shaved, but that was that wasn't for a match. The the all all this to say, I think they're not bringing out buzzers. Right. I don't think they will bring out a buzzer to shave off one of the ladies' heads. I think it's going to be more clippers because women normally tend to have more hair to work with so you don't have to get a buzzer to just buzz everything off so apparently molly holly grab miss molly what? holly and wrestlemania 20 oh really yeah i remember that uh let's see here a picture of trump getting uh stone cold stunned I like that one uh <laughs> that is always a fun one to watch <laughs> uh right so you had, you had cm punk oh here it is um molly holly versus victoria wrestlemania 20 that was a hair versus And hair. Molly lost her hair. Molly lost her hair. CM yeah. Punk uh, versus Rey Mysterio. We said we said that one. Um, Jericho versus Nash. Edge, Edge, uh, but, Edge and Kurt Angle. Uh, that was Judgment Day 2002. Oh, it was Edge. Yeah, that makes sense. Edge ain't losing his, Edge ain't losing his hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it seemed like anybody that was going bald. <laughs> it was like, all right, I'm doing it anyway. Let's just put it as a as an angle. Yeah, and Sean McMahon. Uh, Sean. Uh, Sean Michaels. That was, that's better. Shawn Michaels was uh, retired. Yeah, yeah, that was close. Uh, He retired before he even had the chance to do a hair versus hair match. And it looks like, who knew? He should have done that anyway. And we'll get into that very soon. (laughs) (laughs) My my childhood, out the window. (laughs) Out the window. Oh, God. (laughs) Just (laughs) unbelievable. That, That hat came off, man. I... Yeah, okay, anyway, we'll get into that. Well, all right, you know what? Just might as well get into it. All right, let's, then. Then, let's get into, into Raw here. Um, let's see what else, anything else before I have uh, 
Uh, WWE, oh, last thing, I'm sorry. WWE possibly planning a disturbing angle for Alexa Bliss. Um, so it says here, Braun Strowman is now a heel, and it appears that Bray Wyatt is now a babyface. However you want to call it, blurred lines. Um, uh, Nikki Cross appeared on SmackDown this past week. Um, uh, me and Alexa have been good friends, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it seems WWE is teasing that something dark is coming for Bliss. Uh, we'll see what ha- we have, they have in store. Uh, possibly something tonight or or next week at the next pay-per-view, which is a week from tonight, and that would be payback. What the shit? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How did that work? Why, why couldn't they just wait? Why wouldn't they just do it on the weekend of fucking what you call it, too? See, and this right? is why the weekend of what? AEW, all out. Yeah. It's the, next, it's the weekend after. You do might the, as well just do it then. The next day. You could have done it the next day. This is why I don't understand. When they do this kind of shit, uh, and in my, my mini rants, when they do this kind of shit and they can't build up a storyline, then why do you care? Why do you care? This is, this is exactly what we, we, we talk about when you don't have any kind of storylines being built up. And the only time I knew, the only thing I, reason why I knew about Payback was that uh, uh, Tom Phillips had mentioned it in, in passing. It wasn't even like uh, they were going to set up a match and blah, blah, blah. He's the, it just was said. And now it's going to be a pay-per-view next Sunday. I have zero interest in watching it unless they have some sort of like mega match. Which they better do in, in, in the next week, in the next six days, five days. But we're still gonna watch it. Uh, I honestly, I might hear about it. I might hear I about it. I doubt it. I very much so doubt it. I, you got, I, I, there's no way in hell that I could possibly just sit through something where I could just see it on Monday or Friday night. If I could watch it on Raw or SmackDown, why the hell have I, would I have any interest in watching it? On, on a, because it's not on Monday. It's on Sunday. Okay, so that makes it special. Yes. Okay, tell that to Hell in a Cell with uh, uh, the Fiend and. Uh, and Seth Rollins. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the Fiend is undefeated. I have no idea what you're talking you, about. Is he? So he still has the belt. Is that what you're saying? No. He vacated it. <laughs> 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 to the older uh, older wrestler program? Jeez, so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> the AARP. <laughs> A R P E. It's entertainment. <laughs> it's entertainment. <laughs> then now forever. Um, uh, A R P. I don't think it's forever. It's not forever. No, it's yeah. It's, until you die. So anyway, uh, retribution. Uh, I've <laughs> the funniest thing I've seen this week was that uh, yeah, and you'll get this. The retribution. Uh, the people online were calling it the aces and five eighths. Oh. <laughs> I saw that with the reference to TNA and Aces and Eights. Um, they're wee. They're so tiny. The Aces and Five Eights. The aces and five Eights. <laughs> uh, like what a dominating group in TNA. That was like the NWO of. Uh, they just basically bit off of NWO for in TNA, but it was still a, a, an impressive like thing run that they had with the Bubba Ray and Devon and uh, Gallows in it, and and you know everybody else that was the Doc Doc former WWE guys. Aces and five eights, so they started off raw with uh, basically destroying the uh, the uh, production center, which I don't know how they did that because then the show still went on. Um, let's see here, Paula Cruz defeating Sheldon it's Benjamin. A very odd. It's so, just retribution is the odd thing. It's weird. It's I don't really understand it. I don't get it. I'm not into it. I just want to find out like what the storyline is with it now. You know, with SmackDown with uh, Thunderdome, and we'll get into that also. There's like nine thousand of them now. Like, <laughs> I just, I just don't understand. And there's and and there's like theories also as to who might be leading that. And I will get into it and and as to why I 
kind of tend to agree with these people that are saying that. Um, there was footage of uh, uh, they were interviewing uh, uh, Selena Vega and Andrade, Angel Garza, um, and uh, they had video of, of Vega poisoning Montez's drink. So it was her that uh, poisoned it. Um, Natalia defeated Mickey James. Mickey James is back. I think she's still hot. Um, yep. Oscar, Agreed. Oscar Shayna Baszler defeating Sasha Banks and Bailey. Peyton Royce uh, defeating Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot is basically one in fifty at this point. Um, by the way, did you see uh, Peyton Royce had that picture online of her uh, in that uh, bodybuilding competition? Yes, I did. Is there a shade of orange in that in the world now that is her? In that photo? No, but uh, you are supposed to so, do blackface on your entire body when you do bodybuilding competition. It's just a fact. I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> it's just a fact. Look okay. at any bodybuilding cop. Even, even the black guys put on spray tanner. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, I, I t- is it for definition? Since the, yes, since you 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 do the same thing, I just want to find out from an expert. Is that for definition? yes? I spray paint my abs onto my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of your body, you, you you do blackface and all that good stuff. Yeah, but not my face. Hmm. All right, because then it's because then it's offensive. <laughs> and why why do they do that? Why do they do that? Why do they do the entire body except like from the neck up? They leave it alone. Do you want the technical def? It is for definition. Okay, that's all it I is to know. like accentuate the the curves of the abs and the cuts and all the, the shit. Yeah. I don't know. I've never had them in my <laughs> life. But just like all the different cuts of meat you got around your tummy. Oh. That's what it's supposed to like pop. Pop. <laughs> I, I, that should have been your bodybuilding talk. I, I was going to say. I, Brought to you by two <laughs> overweight gentlemen. <laughs> you should write an article on bodybuilding.com. That was to, to pop. You got to pop. Um, Viking Raiders ambushing <laughs> Dolph Ziggler raw underground, which is another stupid. Uh, this this entire raw was probably the worst raw I, I can possibly imagine or remember. Rey Mysterio and Dominic uh, beating uh, Seth with a kendo stick. Roderick Moss and Arturo Ross teamed up on the brawl for the and raw underground. Who? Uh, Arturo Arturo Huas. Yeah, Huas. Her uh, 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 business defeating uh, Cruz Ali and Ricochet. Um, and then, and then uh, Cedric Alexander uh, won the twenty four seven title, um, only to basically lose it. <laughs> right back to Sheldon right Benjamin, back to if Sheldon. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that is correct. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let's see, Marina Shafir, uh, Raw Underground debut uh, was crashed by Nia Jax, who then was crashed by Shayna Baszler, Montez Ford defeating Andrade. I'm, I'm bored by this whole thing until we get to the very end here. Where WWE is sponsored by AARP, when Randy Orton comes out of nowhere, punches Shawn Michaels after uh, dropping him with an RKO, and then RKOs Drew McIntyre, and again, my entire childhood ruined in a heartbeat. Right by Same. the same, my entire childhood ruined in a heartbeat. Removal of a hat and yeah. the hairline <laughs> that he had is just, I, I, I feel like I can't even say anything because of my hairline, but I mean, it's just. It's one thing when you you know what he had, and then you see what he is, and I'm just like, and but the greatest meme I've seen about this is, and I'm going to show you a picture online, Shawn on, on the camera, Shawn Michaels now looks like the old man, old man Marley from Home Alone. <laughs> uh, Shawn Michaels got Dean Malenko hair. He does. <laughs> he does. 
He really does. Ah, oh, Sean, man. You know, he's, yeah, it wasn't a good sight. I didn't like know, it. Still married to a hottie. Good for you. Um, and still until taking it on uh, NXT. And he found Jesus. And he found Jesus. Good for him. Born again Christian. Yeah, I just that that hack being gone, man. Nothing online here about. Uh, and then Shawn Michael. Oh, it does. It says. Uh, and then Shawn Michael's hat was removed, and we didn't know what we saw. No, it doesn't say that. Um, <laughs> I uh, if I ever get to that point, I'm going to shave my head. It's, it, why would you even get hair like that? Not, as I point, There's no point. As I point to my own head. Um, yeah. There you well, go. I was about to say. I didn't want to say it, but I'll say it now. Mm-hmm. You don't have a hairline. There's no line. Well, because yeah, it's you just because you shave because it's yeah you just don't have a hairline. My hairline's on the back of my head. There's no hair. Your hairline's on around your mouth. If I I, if I could just take all this around my mouth here and my my quarantine beard and put on top of my head, I would. We just implant all of it and just it would just look like like a puby head. Um, how how do we go from? Whoa, this is a weird week. Went from Monday Raw to Friday Night SmackDown. I'm not even. Get into NXT because that just led it to TakeOver, so we'll get into that, uh, which happens last night, TakeOver 30. Um, unless there's something in a particular importance for on Wednesday night. I have nothing about... Uh, I mean, I have I have notes about NXT, but it's all the usual notes I take about what exactly went on. Right. I don't believe... Anything of importance? No. Like? Keith Lee got hit with a fireball. Yeah, Keith Lee with the... Uh, and see, see Hogan. That's how you do it. That's it's, uh, it's especially when you, when you watch that, that one that match that he had with, uh, uh, we tried to have with Ultimate Warrior. We had the fireball. And yeah. He tried to light it and just like <laughs> Warrior is like six feet away and he's like reacting to a fireball that never went off. Um, the only person to successfully do the fireball other than carrying cross was Kane when he just went. Yeah. And just flicked it right at him. <laughs> uh, right yeah. So carrying across, he, he went to sign the contract Keith Lee did, and it opened up, and there was a fireball that went into his face. Um, that was impressive. <laughs> I like it, it. It was. I, I like that we can just basically make something like that, and now I have to find that to impress my friends. And it was very good editing. Do party tricks. Um, I want a fireball in the face. I just want to open up like a binder and say, "Hey, surprise!" I'll, I'll give you fireball in the face. <laughs> surprise, and then it just there's fire in your face. <laughs> um, let's, so let's let's talk about this. So, the the, the debut of uh, Friday Night SmackDown: colon, Thunderdome <laughs> and uh, Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Um, the uh, the premise here is that they. It seems like <laughs> I give them credit. First of all, I give them credit, and I actually enjoyed this edition of SmackDown. Um, I. They, but they will always, and I, I give them credit for trying something different and new because Lord knows the uh, the PC was getting a, a little stale. Um, but I like that they they will always take an idea from somewhere else. So this was an idea from uh, that the NBA have, has done mm-hmm. during, during their games, where they have fans in the stands, virtual fans, and there's big screens, and they get access to in their Zoom. They will go and watch the game, and blah blah blah, and they'll be in the stands and. You'll see reactions happen as the game's going on. They took the same exact idea and expanded that greatly in Thunderdome because there's probably three to four times more fans in this capacity than there is for NBA. Um, my only flaw with it is that, well, for two flaws. One is that they need to fix this whole thing of when they announce it and when it's closed because you still get the idea of you still have a chance when you sign in. I, I did that twice. Uh, try to sign in, put my information in, and then it tells you it's blocked. Yeah, you put all your information in. Yeah, like every email, single, everything, everything. Like they don't tell you up front. Like 
it's already closed. They have you do yeah. it, and then it's closed. <laughs> so there's that flaw. The other flaw. They give you the old Chappelle show. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you give and take it away. Um, and then the other flaw that I noticed throughout the night was that, and I'm looking at the picture online right now of uh, the first match with Biggie and Sheamus, is that it looks like they'll have fans in the stand, and like some fans just went to the bathroom, <laughs> and there there's black spots uh, throughout. I the- saw if one fan was a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, there was someone sleeping. I I saw that one. <laughs> I saw a duplicate as well. Okay. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. Right. That's not fair. Oh, Could have went to one of us. That yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> what the hell was I doing? But but I digress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so starting things off, so they, they, they're in Amway Center here in Orlando, Florida. So, uh, kicking things off with Biggie, uh, taking on Seamus, Biggie defeating Seamus after, uh, we, they started everything off with The Fiend and Strowman. Uh, actually, no, I'm, I take it all back. Yeah. McMahon. That's right. <laughs> the, the chairman of the board. Mr. McMahon is in the ring and he says some dribble about Thunderdome. And then the Fiend's music hits, and he takes his sweet ass time because they have to fill time. So it's about twenty minutes of him walking down the ramp, and then he's confronting McMahon. And then Strowman's music hits, and Vinnie Mac is out. Two of them are staring at at each other in the ring. The lights flicker, and who shows up but Retribution? All seventy-two of them. It seemed like there was like twenty people in that ring. I'm not getting all of this yet. Mm. Like I'm just not getting it. Right. I, I want to know what the re I get why Vince if you have Vince open up SmackDown, you have the Fiend come and interrupt Vince, so then that means and then Retribution comes after Braun comes out. There's a whole fucking mess. Wow, you just <laughs> you heard my brain uh, overheating, over circuiting, stalled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, it, the whole premise just doesn't make any sense other than it's causing anarchy and we've seen that before in Nexus and yeah, but they uh, came out and you knew who it was, right? You knew who they were, right? Right. They were from NXT. They were guys from NXT. They're taking over the brand. They all called up to raw and that worked, um, led by Wade Barrett. And, uh, there's no rhyme or reason to this. It just kind of is. absolutely none. It just kind just of just here. Go, go, take it, take it, and go. Um, I will mention though that I I kind of teased it before as to who may be leading leading this and and whose name has been come up on come up online, and we've seen names more female names than male names as far as who they could be and um, you know Chelsea Green and, and uh, Carmella, Vanessa um, Bourne, Vanessa Bourne. I've been seeing uh, Dominic Dijakovic and uh, Tommaso Ciampa's names as well. So Champa would be interesting because he's returning to NXT this week. Is he? Yes. They teased that I last missed night. That. They they teased that last night on Takeover. Mm-hmm. Um Dijakovic. Okay. I haven't seen anybody that size to even justify that name. That'd be, that'd be cool. Have. Really? There's someone in the group that you've seen that's yeah. all? Really? I've they all seem like they're all like like six feet and, and below. There is somebody in that group, a couple people mm-hmm. who are considerably taller than the rest of them and i'm thinking i i did read this article and i'm thinking that this might be true that uh they i the members of retribution haven't really been confirmed yet Mm. 
even by WWE higher, like the brass of WWE. Right. They're doing this retribution thing is, hey, we need these people. Like, we need people to go in and then just cause havoc. We don't know who the people in the in the thing is going to be yet. Right. But we're just going to take whoever we have. You go do some shit. We don't know if we're going to use you. Right. Right. I mean, so I think it's been different people every single time. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's storylines where I wish that they would be able to expand and go further. Like when I keep talking about like Omega and uh, um, shit. Hangman. Thank you. Um, it's like Omega and You're Hangman. You're welcome. I had a Hangman in that. I don't know. I, I had a, a Joe Black moment there. Uh, brain fart. Brain no, fart. come on, I dude. Stalled. There's already a word for it. I stalled. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I understand storylines that will have a huge payoff, such as that one, whereas this one, I, I have no vested interest in this whatsoever. And uh, I just, I, I don't understand unless, you know, again, the only way this is going to pay off if there is truly retribution and these are all wrestlers that were fired on black wednesday that have come back and were rehired and yeah but all the good ones are gone all the good ones are gone so it's basically going to be like wcw uh when they came into wwe with like no good names because they were still under contract to uh to uh, uh warner brothers <laughs> to warner media yeah. um that was a hell of a time <laughs> it's like who what <laughs> we have buff bagwell and and who are these guys? Where where's like Flair and Nash? <laughs> where is NWO? Yeah, where's where yeah. the hell's Hogan, man? Like who who are these assholes? Led by Shane McMahon. Anyway, um, yeah. So they took all the good ones are gone, or either in uh, TNA or AEW. So uh, well, TNA, who'd have thought? Who would have thought that, that money? That's that's what <laughs> I would have thought. Money. Um, God damn. So yeah. So Biggie defeating uh, Sheamus, uh, Nakamura, Cesaro taking on Lucha House Party, and. Uh, some dissension in Lucha House Party <laughs> with uh, Graham and Leek and the return of uh, Shredded Kalisto. Kalisto is cut. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Took some time off and got uh, cut and beefed. Um, Beefy. Uh, they had, we had uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks come out and Corey Graves stirring up uh, some controversy. Um, so basically, uh, suddenly have a match with uh, Naomi and uh, the Beat the Clock Challenge. And uh, whoever wins gets to face uh, Asuka last. And that was Sasha Banks. And you saw her in her face, and she was very happy that Bailey lost uh, while, while covering the whole thing up. Um, she, she left the belt. She left her belt in the ring. That was, that was pretty while funny. consoling her friend. Consoling air quotes. Uh, Asuka came out and, uh, and started kicking everybody's ass. And then she was in the ring with, the, with Sasha's belt uh, somehow, some way. Um, AJ, surprising uh, changing of titles this week. So we had a IC match with uh, AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy, um, and in an incredible match. They they played off the, uh, the the hurt angle because in the beginning of the night you saw Retribution, you saw all the wrestlers come out to save uh, whoever was in the ring, which was Braun Strowman, getting his ass kicked by Retribution. They all came out, and there was footage after the fact that Jeff Hardy was there, and AJ Styles basically just hit him in the back of the leg and ran away. Um, so they played that whole angle out throughout the entire night, throughout the entire match, uh, that Hardy had this bum leg, um, hit his, his, hit his, uh, his swanton bomb and won the belt. And, uh, after all of that, he, he wins the belt, he gets interviewed and is, he's like, he gets the, uh, the, the Oscar uh, pull 
Yeah. <laughs> the music starts and he gets cut off. It's like there's no respect <laughs> whatsoever. He was just like, ah, I've, I've worked so hard and yeah. I just want to thank everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just so, zero respect. No, like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to thank my mom and my dad. And, blah, 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 blah. and that was it. And then he gets pulled. He gets yanked off. So we have a new Intercontinental uh, champ in Jeff Hardy, and that was your SmackDown. Uh, other than the fact that they had this whole uh, back and forth with the new heel Braun Strowman and the Fiend, there was a Firefly Funhouse. That had uh, Bray Wyatt, and there was a reenactment of Strowman and Alexa Bliss. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, somehow, some way, Braun Strowman found the Firefly Funhouse and destroyed Wyatt to the point where he takes him out of the arena, throws him off of a loading dock with the horrible, horrible, horrible. Is this a new thing, by the way? The new horrible editing, the editing that they do. Yes, it is. I just. <laughs> It's just so bad. It's every single night they do it, where they have to throw somebody off a ledge or something, and they don't show the actual landing. <laughs> it's basically it's just, it cut to he's on the floor. Vince, call me if you need an editor. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, damn man, make it like a, make it like a, a thin black mat or something, and put it on the floor. Like make it match wherever he's dropping to. Why can't speaking we speaking of speaking of mats and Vince? I did actually have one other thing outside the ring. Now mm. that I now that I just remembered. Okay. He took that bump that Gronkowski took at at WrestleMania 36. Did you see that video? Oh yeah, he did. He he, he uh, fell off the. He yeah, he took the bump onto the onto the crash pad. Right. Yo, seventy how old? Seventy four, something like something that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Taking that bump, bro. I am twenty seven. <laughs> I would not take that bump. <laughs> uh, I would want to. I, I think I would break something because I don't. I wouldn't know how to land right. But uh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. He good for him. Give, give kudos. Kudos to Vinnie Mac. Now use that same energy and fire and vigor to write something that's good. Um, hey, bad brother. So that was your SmackDown. Oh, then by the way, uh, Bray Wyatt getting destroyed on the, after the landing. And then I, I forgot his name, the the exec that they keep having uh, come out. Joseph Parks. Thank you. Former wrestler. Formerly known as Abyss. No, not Joseph Parks. Oh, I don't know. Who he he about came that. out. He came out to AJ Styles. AJ Styles and, and Abyss had like a a, uh, oh, oh. a reuniting, and it felt so good. A moment uh, from TNA yeah. backstage in WWE after he lost his belt. Um, they should have that. Abyss would be an amazing character in WWE. But yeah. Just like everything else, they ruin it. Um, Pat Buck is that what you're thinking of? Pat Buck. Pat Buck. No, I'm not thinking of Pat Buck. Oh. Pat Buck was a smaller guy. I'm thinking about the other guy, the taller, skinnier guy. He was also a wrestler. He he was he was the one that was yelling at the ambulance. Like, where are you going? Come back. I missed that. I missed that part. So at the end of SmackDown, Bray uh-huh. Wyatt gets thrown off the the, the ledge, the uh, the dock. He's on the floor. They cut to on the floor. And everybody's around him. The ambulance backs up, takes him, puts him in the ambulance. The guys are yelling at the, at the EMTs. They're like, can you go any faster? Let's go. They're screaming at the EMTs. Ambulance slowly goes away. The gate is down. Can't get out. Then the ambulance starts backing up. And everybody's yelling, where are you going? You're going the wrong way. And like screaming at the top of their lungs, vehemently screaming at this this truck, the ambulance. It, it, and all of a sudden, the light turns from blue to red inside. And <laughs> you know, the doors, <laughs> they, they cut, the camera cuts to all these executives and all the wrestlers on top of the loading dock, cuts back to the ambulance, and it's the fiends at the doors. And it's just him laughing, and it, it's end of show. And uh, I, just, I, I just would love to know how... 
they can well i know how they can get away with it because nobody's there they can they do the editing now um it's just it's so bad it's just so bad to see like these weird cuts from one they get thrown off and then he's on the floor um horrendous horrendous some would say but uh, overall i will i will uh approve of this smackdown and the thunderdome i like the idea i like where they're going with it um and we shall see at some point i'm hoping that we can both uh fingers crossed uh, get told when it actually is going up as far as to register and not get shut out because I feel so lonely and so rejected. You really don't know if, like, you, there's no way to tell right now when to get on there unless you are on social media all day long. Yeah, unless you're getting the, yeah. I mean, even if, if you get the alert from Twitter, that's delayed. So by the time you actually get on and try to register, it's it's too late. Um. If you, and if you've if you were on, <laughs> please hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Let us know how the hell you did that. If you are staring at your Twitter screen the entire day, and I can recommend to you some of the things that you can do that's uh, more productive with your time. Anywho, uh, let's go on to our Saturday. What a chock full weekend we have going on here. We had a double Saturday. We had a double Saturday. Yeah, and we somebody said that what the first one was a matinee, or at least it was supposed to be. It was it was a matinee, <laughs> starting at six p.m. <laughs> six p.m. Uh, I, I like the early. I'm I'm old now, man. I, I like the early wrestling because especially now. Well, they had we had two things going on yesterday with AW and then give me NXT. four p.m. wrestling and I'll go to sleep. I nine. want my early bird wrestling. <laughs> I want <laughs> I want it with my brunch. How about that? I want a brunch wrestling. I want a, a two p.m. Uh, wrestling with my mimosa. Um, speaking of which, brunch, brunch wrestling sounds like a great promotion. You you say right? You, like you get pancakes, bacon, it's egg. It's trademarked, mimosa. guys. Sorry, we trademarked it already. A brunch. Wink, <laughs> wink, 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 ding. <laughs> brunch. What is it called? Brunch wrestling. Brunch wrestling. We can come up with a, a better name. Okay, yeah, but brunch wrestling is the name we're going to take. Oh, sorry, oh, shut up. Stop giving away our <laughs> ideas. God damn it. Okay, we'll, we'll trademark that and we'll come up with something better. But I like that. Brunch wrestling with mimosas and pancakes and bacon. Um, and all the fixins. And all the fixins. And I, yeah, just give me champagne and, and orange juice. Funny enough, what a segue into. Oh, <laughs> that was smooth. That's why we're, we're professionals. So kicking things off with uh, FTR, who is uh, managed by the newly acquired Tully Blanchard. Yeah, so I do. I have to chime in real quick. Steve was like, I got late. I got there late, so I didn't see the the uh, first matches. Mm. I saw the end. Got there right in time for the Eddie Kingston promo. I was hyped. Look, <laughs> he's back. So, so he he was the whole time. He was like, "This is what happened," and I'm like, "Okay, did they give me the explanation?" He was like, "No," and he was really upset about it. He was like, they didn't give us any explanation. I just want them to give us an explanation if they just gave us a little segment. And then that's when later on in the night you see Tully with the two of them when mm-hmm. Hangman comes in. So he was like, the whole time I looked at him when they all came on the screen and I was like, why wouldn't they just have that at the beginning of the broadcast? Or on, yeah, or on you know, a week before. Yeah, yeah. It kind of just like th- thrust it up upon us. Us marks know it makes sense because they are the new brainbusters. Ah, oh, yeah. I'm throwing, I'm throwing up four fingers. Um, I know. I it's like. <sighs> <laughs> 
Is that not what you wanted? Are you not entertained? Is that not what? Oh, you... I'm thoroughly entertained. I but want that's it. that's what you wanted though. That that was your like your, the new four horsemen is what you wanted. And so you now exactly. you, you, now you have that. You're gonna have that with with uh, <laughs> Hangman, FTR, and Sean Spears. It's not gonna be Hangman. Okay. You, really, you don't see, be, you don't see that yeah. happening. Like they're they're all buddy buddy now, and then you don't see him I switching think, over. I think red herring like Brody Lee. How? He's dark order. Have the sword. Okay, I'm saying it'll be. Remember how when the dark order was like, oh, the exalted one's coming. We're like, oh, it's Matt Hardy. Who else would it be? Mm-hmm. It turned out to be Brody Lee. Right. All the signs right now are pointing towards. Uh. Hangman, yeah, but it could be. I else. still I think it's going to be Cody. Oh, it only makes sense. He's got the bleach blonde hair. He'll get after the title. Arn and Tully will come up with some way for him to get back into the title picture. Hmm. Okay, all right, fair enough. I um, do have to say this: Stephen was the one that gave me the red herring uh, shout out. I didn't know what you were, you were, where you were going with the Brody Lee thing. But yeah, I, I can I can see Cody. Okay, um, I still think it's gonna be some something like uh, Hangman uh, d- taking out Omega or some, somehow some way. Um, but we should. No, nah, it's gonna be Omega turning heel. I I think that's the swerve. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> think, what it's got to be. I th- no, I think that's the swerve. I think they want you to think that Omega's gonna turn heel, and then Hangman comes in and joins FTR and Tully. No, 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 my friend. Omega's going to turn heel. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Sure. The final scenes of being the elite this week mm-hmm. was Matt and Nick Jackson in the EVP room, in their locker room with Kenny. Like, Kenny's in that locker room and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Kenny was not there, but his bag was there. And on top of the bag, you see a very, very fresh pair of aviator sunglasses. Okay. Signaling... That the cleaner, Kenny Omega, mm. may be coming back. And the only way the cleaner works is as a heel. Okay. That's what I think should happen. Oh, all right. And we shall see. I'm, I'm down. I'm down for it all. We uh, shall see. We so- should create our own recipe. <laughs> Brunch <laughs> wrestling catches on Sunday mornings. <laughs> I'm telling you, there will be nothing better. Then a fresh omelet and some and some mimosas and uh, bloody mary, um, <laughs> and a bloody somebody else in the bl- ring. <laughs> That'll be one of the pay per view names. Uh, FTR defeating uh, Private Party in our in the opening bouts. We had uh, John Moxley getting interviewed. MJF, first of all, MJF with the with the neck brace, and it was a whole thing throughout the week. Which I give AEW credit because they're they're marketing. Their subtle marketing with everything is really good because they had MJF online. It was like splattered, and I remember seeing like different spots here and there throughout the week that MJF was uh, upset at this move, at the paradigm shift move, um, mm-hmm. because he got so, he got so drilled <laughs> into the mat last week. So this week he comes out and he has a he has a neck brace, and um, he has this this attorney uh, speak for him, and. This guy, I, I, you know, we said his name and I didn't write it down, but oh my god, what a awesome promo <laughs> that he cut! It was yeah. Like it was so good. Uh, he could he could definitely be a manager um, of a wrestler, whoever this guy was, whoever this actor was. So uh, M- MJF, uh, you know, bouncing off of what uh, uh, Moxie had said previously, 
um, and that is, they're looking to to sue uh, him and remove the paradigm shift um, before All Out <laughs> when, it, when it goes down against uh, MGF against uh, John Moxley. Um, and so we shall see. Uh, Lucha Bros, as I mentioned before, Lucha Bros and the Butcher and the Blade take on Jurassic Express and the Natural Nightmares, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Um, when I watch QT Marshall wrestle, it's like watching uh, Jello move. Yep, that makes sense. It's just like so slow. <laughs> it's just like everything was. He did a, that handstand. Uh, very into, wiggly. A, a very wiggly, and he did that handstand into the ropes, like, and then bounced off. It was like it yeah. took forever. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. could you move? <laughs> could you get, get keep going? Um, so somehow, well, I, I know somehow, uh, Jungle Boy and it was actually Lucha, Lucha uh, Jurassic Express that took the took the match, but. Um, Lucha Bros and uh, Butcher and the Blade, uh, as I mentioned before, get into a little altercation. And then, of course, of all people, why would you not naturally just have Eddie Kingston come out? Uh-huh. And, uh, hey, Opa. I was pop. so hyped when you hear when you hear him. Nah, 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 nah. It, was his ha- it was shirt half on, half off. <laughs> it's a, that signature, though. That's, that's his gimmick. That's his gimmick. And then at the end of it, he talked them all into a group hug in the middle of the ring. And then to camera side, he winks and has a little uh, evil smile. I love a good fourth wall break. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest thing ever. I'm going to get him. Um, earlier in the day, camera crew caught up with uh, Britt Baker and Reba, in, in quotes, with uh, Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian, still don't know her name. Um, this segment, for some reason, was redone. They they actually uh, there were two segments that were uh, re-recorded. This being one of them, um, for no reason other than just to have a different location for some reason. Uh, so uh, they, uh, Britt Baker basically hires uh, Penelope Ford to take out Big Swole. Um, Tony Schiavone uh, gets in the ring with Orange Cassidy. He's about to speak. And then Chris Jericho's music hits. Um, he then goes on to say that he is creating the very first Mimosa Mayhem match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mimosa Mayhem match. Well, you took our idea. Because now we have to come up with another name because that was perfect. for our. Oh, shit. You're right. Our that book. should have been the first main event. <sighs> shit. <laughs> Mimosa Mayhem 2020. Mimosa Mayhem would have been our first pay per view, one hundred percent. So September fifth on uh, in all, in all out, eighty gallons of one hundred percent pure orange juice mixed with a little bit of the bubbly, uh, five hundred cases, excuse me, a little bit of the bubbly, and the first one uh, to win by pinfall submission or be thrown into a tank of mimosa uh, will lose. Is it going to be like a pool I would, I would around assume. the around the outside? I would assume, right. Or it's just going to be one side of it is going to have like a. I mean, 80, a fat. eighty gallons is a lot. Eighty gallons is a lot. It's a it's a it's a it's a good sized pool. I mean, first of all, it's not going to be orange juice. It'll be like whatever that sludge was that he got dropped on. So it's basically water and tang. Um, water and tang is just tang, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the powder, but you're right. <laughs> I, I absolutely just meant the powder. Like, you're, no, you're right. You're right. Shit. Son of a <laughs> Even bitch. water in the powder tank still just makes the other mix tank. You was right. I'll give you that. <laughs> Shit. I walked into that one. Uh, <laughs> water tank <laughs> is tank. <laughs> I just meant. Yeah, you know what I meant. Anyway, 
That can take that can take a, a eighty gallons of uh, Tropicana. <laughs> That's all my point. I'm assuming <laughs> just have a bunch of water and some or- okay, uh, some orange dust. All right, how about that? And put it in some, some water. Um, they took our, our idea, by the way. I don't like it. Um, they came into the, after you announced that they, Inner Circle came into the ring and basically destroyed uh, Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. Uh, followed up by uh, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega taking on. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since talking to Stephanie about these these names, taking on Dark Orders uh, three, four, and five <laughs> in, in a three <laughs> in, a, in a three on three match. Um, yeah, it's, it is funny it, it's, when, it's, when you have to say their names as numbers. It's hilarious. It's, it's better than saying well, like, taking on Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and Alan Angels. You can say three, four, and five. <laughs> exactly, it rolls off the tongue. It rolls off the tongue. Um, and then they did that whole sequence again with the the stunner into the suplex into the blah blah blah. I'm, I'm very John Silver very is impressed is a is a treasure. He is a treasure. He's a little tiny treasure. He's a little pipsqueak of <laughs> a treasure. He really is. I fold him up, put him in your pocket. Here's yeah. my treasure. Here's my treasure. I want to carry around with him on my keychain. And of course, Dark Order loses because Brody Lee's not there. Um, moving on to Alex Marvez. Can I ask you a question about Alex Marvez? And I'm watching him. No, you may not. Okay, fine. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> watching him interview FTR and Tully Blanchard, where is he from that he has the credentials to be able to interview somebody? Because he's awful. I don't know. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> terrible. He's just like a robot, just has a mic. And I just like you could find somebody else that's definitely more. I feel like they they give those jobs to people in the industry, people that write the 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 rag mags, uh, and that he just has some sort of knowledge of the business and he's like one of those guys you can basically ask him and he'll recite what happened on December 12th 1984 in some uh arena uh bingo hall in Texas like he has that kind of knowledge but he's just awful on the mic uh Kyle Von Eric went over there you go uh <laughs> it had to be a Von Eric because it's in Texas um, so he, I was waiting for you to finish that before <laughs> I said who was going over. It had to be. Um, so then, and this is this is the part that you mentioned before, as far as FTR explaining why Tully Blanchard is uh, their manager now, and then Hangman comes out and is looking for a drink. And I, I still feel that there's going to be some sort of intertwining with these guys, man. I feel like it's it's going to be Hangman's going to join uh, Tully and his group. Uh, Darby Allen, and this is this is an interesting one. Darby, Darby Allen taking on Will Hobbs. And there was an article online that talked about Will Hobbs. And this was supposed to be a squash match since since uh, nobody ever heard of, I've never heard of Hobbs. I don't know if you, you ever have Will Hobbs. Nope. Um, heard of Luke Hobbs. Luke Hobbs. I've never heard of Will Hobbs. Uh, so uh, it was supposed to be a squash, but it was a enhanced squash. So yes. enhancement talent, enhanced squash, which means that the over-talent... For those who don't know, the over-talent will basically job or just get beat up by somebody and still get the win to put them over because you're already over. So that's exactly what happened uh, this week. It was uh, reported by Dave Meltzer who said uh, it was three minutes and it looked like a squash match on paper, but this gave they gave Will Hobbs more than you would in a normal squash. Somebody wanted to Absolutely. Him, somebody wanted him to look good before losing. I mean, it was still a short match, and the announcers are putting him over, putting over his power. I mean, on paper, this is a squash match. Three minutes sounds like a squash match, but the announcers and the way the match was put together was anything but a squash match. So, yeah, he was over, over, over in 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 this guy, Will Hobbs, and then basically just ended in a coffin drop. <laughs> that was it. And Dar- yeah. Darby Allen takes the win. All this to set up for 
Taz and his boys. So yeah, uh, he introduced a new member of his uh, <laughs> faction, also called Darby Allen, um, who just happened to be. No, he said his name was also Darby. Darby he didn't say Allen, right? He said Darby. Um, and then uh, Ricky Starks comes out. Absolute Ricky Starks comes out dressed as with the makeup as Darby Allen, and uh, he's that boy's good. That boy's good on the mic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and basically destroys the two of them. Destroy uh, Darby Allen. Yeah, I got a quick question for you. I just honestly really just thought about it. Does Ricky Starks and Brian Cage kind of remind you like a Randy Orton Batista? Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just that just came to my head right now. That's yeah. that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the two of them, yeah. Um and then but they need a they need a hunter and Rick, let's be honest. And Taz ain't they, the one they, he's, not, he's definitely not. Uh Sammy, Sammy Gravara comes out. Um and is talking on the mic about what he did with uh, with Matt Hardy, but that went to that was a picture in picture during the commercial with, that he does uh, from time to time with the, the cue cards. And then halfway through the cue cards, they turn red, and it basically says that I'm coming after you. And then during the commercial break, with no sound whatsoever from AEW, you see Matt Hardy come and destroy Sammy Guevara. The worst. Why did they do that? <laughs> Why did the, the good stuff happen during the commercial break? They did this when it was a live audience too. You um, want to know the funniest part about it? Yeah. I think I know why they're doing it. Why? I They want people to watch the commercials. Mm-hmm. They want people to hear the commercials. Oh, I got that. Oh, blah, 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 that, 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 that. You know what I mean? Well, well, they can say that it, it's a good, I mean, it's always, it's the, the oldest trick in the book, but it's a good way to have somebody stay on brand on TV and it, for, for advertising dollars. Because you could say that you was viewed during this time, so mm-hmm. to prove that you, someone was watching it and it did not change from that, because commercials are always the time when everybody switches switches channels. It's there, so there's no excuse to leave. And then that's exactly what it works. It always works. It will. That's why it's being brought on more and more, especially during times when ratings are down and nobody's in the arena. You need to have some sort of revenue, and this is it. Obviously, commercials are it. So to justify that, you have it turn the commercial. And of course, they have it during the commercial where you just can't hear a damn thing. And and Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara, basically was backstage. I guarantee that the 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 meeting that happened backstage was, Sammy, you're taking a lot of heat for the shit that you did with that chair. You took the wrong chair and you busted him open. So it's it's eye for an eye, basically. Uh, to to put it mildly, you are gonna so, get this receipt. You're gonna get the receipt. <laughs> you was gonna get this receipt. It's payback. You gonna get it. It is payback time. So. And, Diddy. <laughs> Diddy. Oh boy, Diddy. <laughs> so Sammy took his his licks, man. Uh for that chair shot, he paid dearly. <laughs> and so Matt no holds barred came out with that chair and just started destroying him and uh, d- threw him off the off the stage and to the table. Guess what? No edit. <laughs> they didn't cut away from that shot. They showed him getting thrown off the stage right into that table on the floor, the announcer's table. I mean the uh the ring ring uh ring table. I would have uh, loved belt. it if they actually did edit it. That means that Sammy <laughs> had to take that bump multiple times. Right. Yeah, it means that, yeah. Like, cut. We didn't get it right. We didn't get it. Um, yeah. Matt so, Hardy goes, nah, didn't like it. Yeah. Do it again. Let's, let's run it again. back. Let's run it back. Yeah. Um, it's just, 
<laughs> that was a good when you you can, you can always tell when there's an eye for an eye like it's it's retribution time no no pun intended and so this is this was yeah, how many how many references from fucking quarantine wrestling are you gonna get eye for an eye retribution there's you're just getting everything I think in. at the end when quick hits when, bam 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 when we're open and ready and full to, full to go we should come up with a list of all the names that were popular during this time <laughs> during yeah the, during this era era um so Matt the was the COVID era. The COVID era. Matt was dis, Matt was uh, disappointed that he couldn't thoroughly destroy Sammy, <laughs> and uh, I'm uh, I'm sure he'll get his his just do it all out. Uh, Thunder Rosa was introduced on Dynamite at the NWA Women's Champion, uh, going after uh, Kara Shida. Uh, Not her first choice to go after, though. Who was it? Cody. Really? Yeah. I read online that Cody had, had called her out. Huh. For an open challenge. And, uh, well, well, looks like that open challenge ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, least not, go bye -bye. at least not anytime soon. Um, we then had the, uh, women's tag team cup tournaments, the finals here, the deadly draw with Nightmare Sisters taking on, uh, Ivelisse and Diamante. And I am starting, uh, we had a new, a new segment two weeks ago called, or three weeks ago called, uh, Bitch You Guessing You Was Right. I now introduce to you our new segment called You're Wrong. You're wrong. You're so wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That was You're Wrong. And I point that to Mr. Joe Black. Because you had said weeks and weeks ago that this tournament was just to have the Nightmare Sisters go over and win the whole thing. And did they? No, they did not. All right, fucking sue me for believing what everybody else thought was going on. <laughs> God damn. You know, funny enough, I, I, you come up with all these conspiracy theories and these these notions of things that happen, and I, I rarely tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, I'm being honest. Scary. I, I rarely say that you're wrong uh, uh, other than this moment right here. <laughs> and I'm sure I can come up with some others, but, I, but what I remember right now, this here. So two things I got out of this match. Uh, one that you were wrong, and two that uh, the I was wrong. The daughter, the, two that you were wrong. Three that you were wrong. Four that the daughter of Eddie Guerrero and Vicky Guerrero, Shaw Guerrero, is a piece of ass. Holy shit! <laughs> the the special guest announcer for this match. Oh, Shaw. Shaw was. I'll be honest with you. I he was in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> this this is the one you you went to the bathroom for. She yeah. she is a piece, and she does burlesque. You know that. The, this this this. Podcast. <laughs> this podcast is immediately over. Immediately over. All right, guys. She <laughs> she wore <laughs> and clothes. She she wore this like low cut um like top <laughs> while she was announcing, and was just like I can't see anything else but her cleavage. It's just, oh, I'm about to blow your mind. Uh huh. You ready? <laughs> She's a man. Okay, good. Her husband. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Aiden English. Get the shit out of here. I swear to God. Really? I swear on everything. Bravo <sighs> to Aiden. You know what? Okay. The Sons of Slam podcast. I end the shit right now. Uh, <laughs> Aiden English got that. Aiden English. Aiden English and Shaw Guerrero. Wow. Right? Good for him. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So the... Uh, in in the the midst of um, was she good on the mic? Oh yeah, she sounded great. Yeah. Okay, 
I, she's going to be their manager. That I that's just a okay. quick shot in the dark. She could be their manager. I you know what I I okay I I don't agree with that only because since um, since Dasha is wrestling now, I think Shaw will step into the female uh, match announcer role. Uh, that's that, a good point. That was my take. Um, so yeah, uh, it was that, and then. Uh, the main event of the evening with uh, Cody, your TNT champion Cody, taking on the exalted one, Brody Lee. Mr. Mr. Brody Lee. Mr. Brody Lee. He, Cody, as I say, he utterly destroyed, utterly thrown across the ring, left, right, center. And it was a, this is a very short match. It wasn't like a, a long like to-do with this. Uh, he went at it and he got destroyed. And we have a new champ. We do have a new champ. Mm. It was like when the Texas Rangers hung up 30 points on that one MLB team that I forgot. It was an absolute slaughterhouse. Yeah. It was a slobber knocker. <laughs> slobber knocker. There you go. And at the end of the day, Cody was slobbering all over the floor, <laughs> looking up at the lights. To the point where, um, yeah, he, they, uh, he was knocked out in the middle of the ring. They had to wheel him away. Um, they came back and all of Dark Order came out. Destroyed Arn Anderson. Uh, uh, Brandy came out to, to protect Cody, and they had uh, Brody had. Um, oh, jeez. The hell's her name? Anna J. Anna J. Thank you. This is why I have you here. <laughs> Anna J. Choke out Brandy. Um, so I'm assuming that the whole magic gimmick that she had going on is done, <laughs> and she's full yeah. for dark full dark order. Um, no sign. Well, of, she is still the star of the show, so it doesn't matter. The star of the show, she is. No sign of Coco Bannon in that in that whole group. Um, but uh, they they destroyed them all. Like they were just laid out, and we have a new champion. And he was stand. He then took uh, a bag that he brought to the the ramp uh, and poured it whatever was in the bag over Cody, and it was the old belt destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was great. Uh, and then he held up the new belts over him, and that's when it went off the air. Good Change the color of the strap there, buddy. That's all I would say. That's all it. <laughs> That's all we went into the whole thing uh, via text about the whole thing with the with that belt. I just I, I don't I, I don't like it. I like the gold. I like it better now than I did before. Make the strap black. Put the globe in the middle. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Make it black. That's right. Make it make it something else other than red. I don't know. I get I get why the globe has to be in like it it the it just says TNT. Mm-hmm. Because that's TNT's logo. It's just the giant circle, and it just says TNT in the middle. Mm-hmm. Just, just it's just stupid. Yeah, uh, I, I still don't like it. <laughs> I still don't like it. Um, that was AEW Saturday Night Dynamite. Let's get into the pay per view uh, NXT Takeover Thirty Triple X, um, and then we'll get into uh, really quickly as far as our, our tonight's card with SummerSlam Twenty Twenty. Uh, you'll never see it coming. Any other words you want to add to that tagline? Um, with, uh, let's see, 30 here. We started off with uh, the pre-show match with uh, Brizango uh, defeating Oni Lorcan and D- Danny Birch. And I got a Del Fantasma. I thought, I thought Fantasma was going to take it. So did I. I, I did too. Just to have them have all the gold and stuff like that. Um, I, I, but I like that they're pushing Brizango. I like it. Uh, it's about time. Uh, <laughs> finally get a win from Finn Balor. Because <laughs> Lord knows he just can't win during uh, Wednesday night. 
Um, he defeats uh, Timothy Thatcher in a in a slobber knocker of of holds. <laughs> Just a a, a a a plethora of of grapples. It was very um, catch style wrestling. Yes. Uh, moving on to the uh, NXT North American uh, Championship in the ladder match. Uh, I, I did not see this outcome. I got to admit, I really thought that Gargano was actually going to take it again for a third time. Really? I did. I thought Johnny was going to was going to pick this up. Huh. Uh, but I, I thought that I'm, I'm upset with the results. Actually, I like the result because uh, it, it should be something to push new talent. Um, but yeah, I did not expect Damian Priest to take it. Take it, but he did. Going into it, I thought Damian Priest or Bronson Reed. I would have thought either one of those two. There was one point where um, somebody screwed up timing wise, where and then Damian Priest was like, "Oh shit." Where Velveteen Dream was on the top of the ladder and he hit his head on the belt. <laughs> and, yeah. And he's like, oh shit, I can just take it here. And then he did this weird, like, oh, I can't reach it. Oh, it's right. I, I can't. And he went up the lower, yeah. the lower ladder. And then he's, I can't. Like, I he, can't. He looked, like, he looked like a cat with a, with a ball trying to, like, eh, eh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't get it. It was so bad. It was just a bad look. Um, and then he gets thrown off. Uh, that, that one spot also with uh, Gargano did that, uh, that, that power bomb on Carson uh, Cameron Grimes onto the ladder. Good God! Like the edge of his back hit the ladder. Uh, I thought he was dead. He, he comes back, uh, and and it was just a, like spot fest uh, twenty twenty in them, this match. But yeah. uh, but it was really good. <laughs> it was a really good match. Uh, and da- congratulations to Damian Priest on being the new NXT North American Champion. Um, and then your favorite match of the night. Match of the night, <laughs> match of the weekend, fucking barn burn. Can I explain when I watching that when I watch this match, knowing first of all, knowing and anytime you've seen a match where it's like a celebrity taking on a wrestler, you can always expect a hundred out of a hundred times, you can always always expect that the match will be a slow burner. It's gonna be a lot of, a lot of head hold, uh, headlocks, a lot of kicks, a lot of punches, nothing technical. It's not gonna get crazy like Adam Cole can do. You know, uh, they say this, they kept saying that McAfee was training uh, for a couple of weeks. Meanwhile, Beth Phoenix is like, "Well, he's been wrestling. Cole's been wrestling since he's 18, <laughs> and that's over. 10, <laughs> yeah. That's over 10 years." Um, so again, you will you will notice that the match itself, when you watch a match like this, is very methodical, very like basic. Like you're going to do this into this into this, um, and then it just it was sprinkled in with moves that I, I got to tell you, I was very impressed <laughs> with McAfee's agility. How many times did you say, holy shit? Three times. <laughs> Three times. Right? The one where he did the swanton uh, off the top rope onto the floor with everybody on the floor. Then he did the backflip. Then the backflip. And, and then, then the Brock jump onto the, the top Bro- rope. And then the Brock jump. Those three times. <laughs> I said, holy shit. Because yep. um, I, I wouldn't expect that. I would expect that from anybody else. If, if Cole did that, that's, that's a great move. But since McAfee did it, and you've never seen him in a ring, he did that move. And yeah, he did the backflip. Uh, eloquently, eloquently, so very eloquently, landed on his feet. You see, all the announcers were like, "Oh, what the hell? What was that? Oh my god!" And then he did the Brock jump from from the the mat up into the top rope, which I always find impressive. That's incredible that you can do that. And uh, he did the super the, the super superplex from the top rope onto Cole. Um, and then after all that, uh, it ends ends with a, a Canadian destroyer, and. Uh, uh, Cole takes the win on that one. With an incredibly entertaining match, um, I lost five bucks to Steven on this one. On, on the Cole match, yeah, really? Why you thought? Yeah, you thought McAfee was going to win? 
Oh, I took McAfee. I, okay. Dude, I was I was putting all my money in into him. With your, you kidding me? With your boner for him. He had the heat. He had momentum. He had steam going behind him. <laughs> so so I thought I had it. I thought I had it. So did Bronson Reed. Um, we had uh, Io Shirai taking on Dakota Kai, and Io Shirai retains despite Raquel Gonzalez outside. And we also had a uh, appearance by Rhea Ripley. Um, Face to face with uh, uh, Gonzalez, and I'm always um, I, I I was looking up when she was like looking up at Raquel Gonzalez. I thought that Rhea Ripley was a little taller than she is. I look up Raquel Gonzalez's height, and I think I had this conversation with Stephanie as far as women that are a certain height, like Raquel Gonzalez, always are the towering giants because all the women are like five feet. Is she okay? Just, is she six feet tall? She is exactly six feet tall. Okay, what? Raquel Gonzalez and me are the same height. <laughs> she is six feet tall, so which is why I she don't looks like, like that. Which is why she looks like she towers over everybody, and and which means that Rhea Ripley, since Rhea Ripley was looking up, has to be like five eleven, five eleven, five ten. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, God. Again, all women in wrestling are like five feet, five one, five two. This is true. I bet you Candice and Dakota are like the tallest out of their division. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> out of the small women division. Let's see, Candice LeRae. I don't give Candice LeRae more than five three. You'd be right. She's five two. <laughs> exactly. Five two. Dakota Kai. Don't give more than five. I would one. say she's the same height. I'm going to say she's five two also. And, Survey says. Oh bullshit! They have her as five one. They have her as five six. <laughs> they have her as my bullshit. Height. They have her as my height. <laughs> Bullshit. No and way. I'm fucking eight feet tall. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Five six. Anywho, um uh Yoshirai defeating Dakota Kai, and then uh we're definitely setting up for Rhea Ripley against uh Yoshirai at some point. And then the surprise of the week, for me at least, um <sighs> with the NXT championship, uh Keith Lee taking on Karrion Cross. Don't think this is as much as a surprise I, to a lot of people. He, I, you, you say that he just got this belt. He literally just got this belt like a couple weeks ago. Like he, he not only, yeah. did, not only was he the first, first NXT or to get both NXT champion and North American, he had it like a fir- like a month. Yeah, but think about this. He's got all the momentum and all. Of this, of the the gas behind him, to go to the main roster right now, Keith Lee. Yes, he's he's not going anywhere. You don't think so? I think he's staying at NXT. There's no way. I think he goes to the main roster. <laughs> I think he makes a jump over to fucking Monday or Friday. I, I that would be the, the we said this about uh, Adam Cole too when he lost the belt. And Keith Lee is the fourth member of the New Day. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um. All right. That was a stretch. I'll give you that. That was a stretch. Keith Lee is not going anywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, certain that he's going to stay at NXT, and he will have a long-running feud with Karrion Cross. Um, okay. Karrion Listen, I, I could be wrong. I just I just don't see. I can, listen, I, I can see that, too. I, just I, see, I see your side of the story. He's any better going over to Raw SmackDown than he is at NXT. And his woman's there. He's there. Like, it just seems like it's like a good fit. Like, Gargano and LeRae, you know, it's, it's, it just makes sense. Um, you know, and Champa, who should, should have been over to Raw SmackDown, well, months ago, who actually was, he was about to go last year when, before he got hurt, um, says he wants to stay at NXT. So I, I, I just feel like he's a, definitely a better fit. Uh, Keith Lee is in NXT, but we, we shall see. Uh, 
you have been proven right on, on many occasions. And I have been proven wrong on many occasions, <laughs> my friends. True. That's very true. Uh, so carrying Cross takes this after being destroyed at the beginning of the match and going back and forth with this. Um, Cross t- takes it, and we have a new NXT champ. Um, I'm hyped, actually. If, if I'm being honest, I'm happy. Okay. If there's if there's going to be another two-time NXT, who's two-time? Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe. Uh, Finn? Finn, maybe. Okay. No, Finn was the longest. That's what it was. Until Cole. Until Cole, yeah. Right. I listen. We have a two time. You know what? Two times now women that cha- you we have more two time women champions than men's. I think. Yes. But end. that being said, there's only two two time women champions. Three. Ba- Baszler. Uh, Baszler and Charlotte. Charlotte. Right. And that's it. Mm, okay. And then eventually Rhea Ripley when she beats the Oshirai for it. True. <laughs> Very true. Um. Yeah, I'm. 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 I don't I'm still. I'm still surprised. Pleasantly surprised. You know what? Now, now that you mentioned the whole Keith Lee thing, I could see Keith Lee is better as a babyface chasing a title. Uh, okay. As opposed to a babyface holding the title and have and beating down heels for it. Well, how would we know that? Because he hasn't held, held the title for more than a month. Okay, so let's try it. <laughs> let's try to see what happens with cross <laughs> I, I'm, wait look at where we are right now we're in that moment right now exactly uh, that's why i should be booked as the head writer in NXT. <laughs> this is exactly and why. this is my official pitch uh, all right sharks here we go <laughs> <laughs> this is why let's review uh tonight and then let's wrap this whole puppy up i'll here. give you guys 10 percent. i just need 100 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all i need to book a match is 100 million dollars um Let's, let's go over this really quickly here. Uh, SummerSlam, two nights. We have, uh, for, which went from a uh, no hair, uh, bald, loser gets bald match to uh, uh, no uh, no DQ, loser leaves WWE match. Um, and I think they added another stipulation, loser uh, lives with stalker match. Um, so whoever loses, loses this has to live with uh, Philip Thomas. Uh, and that would oh, be. Too soon, man. Uh, too soon. You said it was like a couple months ago, and I'm, I'm reminding you that uh, it just happened too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Loser okay, to, bro. Too soon. Loser, too has soon. To, loser has to bang their stalker. Um, Mandy I'm Rose. okay with that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not soon enough. Um, Live with. Dude, that's, for, that's a long time. <laughs> that's a long time. Mandy Rose taking on Sonya Deville. Who do you have in this? Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. I say Mandy Rose because she got her hair cut once already. So she's gonna. Oh, okay. So she got her hair cut, which means Sonya's gonna leave. Yeah, she, I'm, I'm picking winning. Winning is Mandy, is Rose. Mandy Rose. Okay, I, I tend to agree. I think Sonya's gonna t- take a break since she had this whole situation, and she still has to uh, go to court. Um, the Bailey. So, so now that uh, uh, Naomi beat uh, Bailey in the beat the clock challenge, Bailey has to fight Oscar first, and that's mm-hmm. the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, who do you have for that? I I want to say Oscar. Okay. I want to say I I am I'm, I'm I'm leaning two ways on this right now. Mm-hmm. The one way is that Oscar wins both these title matches. Okay. And then walks into payback and wins the gold for the for the tag titles with Shayna Baszler. Okay. That's where I'm going with one of them. Okay. The other one is 
whoever goes first, this case being Bailey. I did make up this situation before Bailey. I knew it was Bailey. But I said whoever goes first has to – whoever goes first is going to lose. Okay. And then it will start the dissension between uh, Bailey and Sasha. Huh. Okay. Those are the only two scenarios I came up with in my head. I don't see them going any other way. Oh, okay. I, I, I was actually going to say I thought Bailey was going to win the first one and then Oscar would win the second one. Um, yeah, but don't you think that's that's shitting on Sasha Banks too much? But then that's where Sasha would the, the dissension would happen. They break up, and Sasha beats Bailey for the for the SmackDown title. I don't know, it, dude. This whole two two people in two matches in one night thing never got like I never got it. I'm actually I I, I actually like this. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I like it. But I'm intrigued by I, this I whole card. Never, like booking wise, I'm like, one of these two people is going to look bad for this, right? Which is the intention to then be built up to be the champion for the next match that's coming up, maybe Survivor Series. But then that's why I think it lends it to being Bailey because she's got to go first. How would it make more sense if if Bailey beat Oscar and then Oscar beats Sasha? Oscar's mm-hmm. fighting at half percent. That puts Sasha Banks so much further down. Like it, bar- it almost buries Sasha. I understand what you're saying. To I, me, I think that's it's such a great build. Like you, like Bailey's going to be like, "Oh, you lost, you lost, you lost," and then she loses to Sasha <laughs> for when when they finally have their match. I hear what you're saying. I I, I can agree with what you're saying. I just I'm trying to think yeah. of different angles and perspective. Listen, if if Bailey uh, loses to Oscar, who knows? Oscar take both belts <laughs> since since everybody has to have two belts nowadays. Uh, you know, Oscar lo- Oscar could lose twice. Oscar could lose twice. Oscar could win twice, and she could be both SmackDown and Raw champion. And we could have a freaking uh, uh, Charlotte situation again, where she's on every fucking show. <laughs> it could happen. Who knows? Wrestling. That's how we know. Um, because wrestling. Because wrestling. Uh, so after Bailey, then it's Sasha versus Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship, and we just had a whole diatribe on that. Um, there you go. <laughs> I am not interested in two matches of this whole because I see three, six, uh, eight matches in this whole thing. Uh, two of them uh-huh. I'm not intrigued by, and one of them being uh, Apollo Cruz versus MVP for the uh, 52nd time uh, for the U.S. Uh, time. One, two, you hit a clock ticking. That's what I'm taking. <laughs> All right, you're taking MVP. Okay. I'm taking MVP. We have taking MVP. Okay, so here's, here's my theory. I did hear this on a different podcast. I do want to point it out, and I will use it right now. I just want to give the man credit. Okay. I won't tell you who it is, but I did hear it. It's not my original thought. Sure. You have M- you, MVP has the hurt business, the rest of the hurt business banned from ringside. Mm-hmm. Correct? Okay. So you have someone who has been in feud with the hurt business over the past couple weeks come out and cost Apollo Crews the title, heel turn, join the hurt business, and that could be Cedric Alexander. Mm. Okay. It would be an interesting turn, a nice breath of fresh air for Cedric. Even though Cedric just lost the belt to Shelton. Exactly. Okay. Can't beat him, join him. Okay. All right, that's what that that that's what I'm thinking. Fair enough. Uh, Street Profits taking on Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Titles. I got the Latino boys going going over. It's, well, they, they, I guess they. It's about time. It's taking forever. Yeah, they're the so. longest reigning. I just saw something on Instagram today. The Street Profits are the longest reigning Raw 
tag team champions? In 2020? No, of all time. Stop. Raw, raw tag team champions. I'm gonna look it up right now. Just, just Please do, double yes. check on that. Um, so the 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 record was what? Three months? <laughs> like it just just happened. Um, I mean, I know it's longer than that. Oh, okay. Hang on a second. There was a little tiny asterisk on the bottom. Please. Longest reigning Raw tag team champions in post 2016 WWE draft era. Oh, who cares? So within the past four years, <laughs> they've right. been the longest reigning <laughs> WWE <laughs> Raw tag team champions. Because I'm sure McMahon was just like, you know what? We should just forget everything that happened before everything that happened before 2016. Uh, McIntyre. Why versus, does that sound like the Cookie Monster? Cookie. Uh, McIntyre versus Orton for the WWE Championship. Orton, I got Orton. I got Orton too. Okay. Yeah, I, I think we I, have a, a new uh, a new champ. Uh, do you think both titles change? Uh, I do. Yeah, I do. I see. I see Orton taking it, and then I see, I see the fiend, the the fiend and the monster. What a false. There guy. are going to be a lot of old champions coming out of this. Yes, if if all <laughs> my things are correct. Uh, Got Orton, the fiend. This was a long way to go, a, a hell of a way to go around, up through the woods, down the banks, around the bend to get Bray back his title. Uh, ever since he he forfeited it, according to you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, um, yeah. So, uh, I yeah, I, I I agree. I think the fiend's gonna win, and then I think Orton's gonna take the belt from Drew. Yeah. Which I, I I'm I'm all for it. Yep. Oh, did you hear what Randy Orton said? He want, how he wanted to retire? No. He wants to get to 16 championships. Okay. Then he wants to have a WrestleMania match with John Cena for the title, and they both retire right after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So then, and the only thing I got to say to that is. Give Randy the pencil. Yeah, sign, sign me up. <laughs> sign them up. Sign me up. Um, so Give Randy if, control of the card. But if they both Let's retire. Let's get this shit going. Wait, hold on, hold on. If they both retire, though, then and one has the belt, what do you do? Because they don't, they don't do that in WWE. And he just... Uh, I see you put... Yeah, I see Vince doesn't pull that shit. Vince does the... Yeah, you're, but, you're retiring, you're going to lose. That's that's his MO every single time. You're going to retire. He'll vacate yeah. it. He'll vacate it. He'll listen to Vince. <laughs> He'll vacate it. He'll take he'll it over. vacate the title. He'll, he'll take it over. Right. He'll, he'll take it right. over to AEW and he'll throw it in the trash. Oh my god! Don't play <laughs> up my tug. Don't tug at my heartstrings like that, there, bro. He, imagine if they did that. That'd be great. Oh. <laughs> Throwing in a wood chipper. What? Oh man! <laughs> and now and now <laughs> AEW has a hardcore title. Has, yeah. <laughs> now paste that together on a, a bit of piece of uh, uh, paper, just like all <laughs> paper mache that shit. Uh, what a week! What a what a show! We are way over, and we had a lot to talk about, but it was all good. Um, very excited about SummerSlam tonight. Uh, can't say that much about a lot of WWE stuff, unfortunately for myself. Um, but we shall see what happens tonight. And again, looking forward to this this card. It's uh, exciting stuff. It is. I am very very excited for this this card as well. And yeah, like I said, they're going to be some old champions after today, and. People are going to get angry about it. Oh, I put the young guys over. Listen, it's COVID. It's COVID. There's a lockdown. It's COVID. You need yes. guaranteed draws on television, and I get why they're doing it. But unfortunately, it's got to be at the expense for some over younger guys. This is very true. And 
this is also what happens when you get the older guys with the belt. You have a little program with them, and then that's how you get the younger guys over because you get somebody in a feud with Orton or the Fiend that would not necessarily be over unless the situation was to come up. So that's how you do it. And Drew was Drew was good. It's not you can't really again you can't really gauge it because there's nobody nobody in the fans. They don't know as far as like how popular he is. I think he was a great been a great champion, but I think it's it's time to get to get Orton on there. They can have a feud. McIntyre can get it back. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna see some some titles change here. Yeah, we we will, we will. for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, please. If no, hang on. If no yes. titles change, it's going to be a shit SummerSlam. Yes, absolutely. Of all the magic, we have, holy shit, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. We have six titles on the line here tonight. Six. It's one. Every, one of them has it, to go. <laughs> it's every title except for the 24-7 and the, and the women's tag titles. And SmackDown tag team. And the Intercontinental. <laughs> it is not every. So title. it's not every title. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for you, thank you for you correcting you. That's all. I, that's all I ever ask is that you correct you, guys. Thank you so much. And our next segment in Joe corrects himself. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for for everything. Thank you for for listening. Thank you for telling your friends, and thank you for for uh, just responding and listening and uh, making this uh, worthwhile to to do for you guys and. Uh, we we have, we have fun doing this, and uh, hit us up on the Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Let us know what you think. Let us know who you think is going to win uh, tonight, SummerSlam. Uh, going forward, uh, hit us up on the Twitter. Let us know throughout uh, for AEW and, and all the other uh, shows, NXT, whatever else is going on. Please let, let us know. Um, my name is Chris. And let Mando. us know when we're wrong. Uh, please, our Twitter will blow up. It's going to happen all the time. Yeah, maybe don't do that. <laughs> let us know when we're wrong, yes. We'll put that in, in the new You're Wrong segment. I leave you with more... More thunder, since it's not really much more uh, thunder songs I could find here, other than uh, just a young gun with the quick fuse. I was uptight, wanna let loose. I was dreaming. Really, just jumps right in with the lyrics, huh? Hey, hey. <laughs> I am Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mister Joe Black. Adios, muchachos. Aye. peace. Take a number. I was lightning before the thunder. Thunder. The Sons of Slam Podcast.